Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the weekly forecast starting October 24th. And this is our last weekly forecast for October, which is like, what? Um, <laughs> we're going to be in November soon. The sun has moved into Scorpio. My season is here. It's like party time. Um, so with that in mind, not everyone feels Scorpio quite as joyously as I do, but trust me, I feel it incredibly joyously. Um, so today, uh, Sunday, the 24th, we are just coming off an 11 master day. Saturday, yesterday was an 11 master day. Today, the moon is in Gemini. Monday, the 25th, the moon will move into Cancer and will officially be 12 days until the eclipse season begins. Our first eclipse is November 19th. And it's a lunar eclipse in Taurus, um, which is significant for a lot of different reasons, because we are starting to um, shift that axis of the the north node of destiny. Right. Um, for the last 18 months, we've been um, experiencing the north node in Gemini, which for people who don't necessarily vibe with Gemini vibes, it's been a little difficult, but we're going to switch soon, um, not officially until. 2022 but this is a little bit of a taste of things to come we also just experienced the moon in taurus on wednesday evening through saturday so pay attention what came up for you wednesday night thursday and friday what were the overall feelings that you had what kind of things did you do did you have to process what kind of relationships showed themselves what kind of stability were you required to maintain and you may get a clip, a glimpse at your eclipse that's coming. Now, mind you, eclipses will always bring a little bit of shock element, but nothing to fear. There's been two to three eclipses every year, your whole life of your whole life. And so this isn't like doom and gloom stuff. This is just prepare yourself. Um, you know, gather the stores <laughs> and <clears throat> I should say, like my third chakra almost closed up. I should say this eclipse season gets closer to being more significant for me because it's within three days of my birthday. So usually if it's within two to three days of your birthday, it'll have more meaning for you. If you are a Taurus or Scorpio, this may really have more meaning for you, which I am. If you are Gemini and Sagittarius, still expect to be, um, feeling this extra, right? This is still where the North node, South node is. And so we're just kind of preparing to experience a really great time of, um, transformation. And this is all cyclical. This happens every single year. So remember that if you start to get really nervous or doom and gloomy about anything, astrological, <laughs> astrological, astrological, you want to remember, this is always happening. It's always happening in the background. And not just astrology, the, the wheel of the year, as the sun wanes and darkness comes, we start to play in the darkness more. We start to experience the darkness more. There is that sensory deprivation that occurs when there isn't so much light for so long and you have to go within and you have to find the things within without so much glaringly obvious, you know, distraction. And so this is something that we're doing every year as we're turning in, we're spiraling in, we're heading towards that winter solstice. This is not new. Now, every eclipse season that happens within the dark season will bring things up out of the dark for you to evaluate so that you don't get too, um, 
too bold in your britches, <laughs> as my mom used to say. Um, but then I think that the important thing, and we're not going to do too much with eclipse season because it's still 12 days away from the season starting. Um, but just remember that it's coming. Remember, we just had our moon in Taurus last week and see, take note, see what came up for you. See how you felt. See what you were called to process. Big, deep breaths. Um, as soon as, as soon as um, the moon went into Taurus, I had personal activations um, for the whole world. The moon was conjunct Uranus retrograde for a little bit in Taurus. Both of those were conjunct my natal Chiron in Taurus. So there was a lot of stuff from my childhood. Um, and it's interesting because my childhood you know, that means all the way up until I really was an early adult. And so some of those things that came up for me were really intense. And I thought, wow, this moon <laughs> really did it to me this time. So if you had an experience like that, I know that I share Chiron and Taurus with a few people in the toolbox. You were not alone. It was a doozy. So now forward, right? So what, this is all stuff that we're processing that happened last week. And with the moon and cancer come Monday, we will be able to process and feel our feels a little bit easier. Now, as we move into Tuesday, things get a little interesting. Venus is square Neptune retrograde that begins today, Sunday and lasts until Thursday really peaks on Tuesday night. Okay. This could really remember Venus, right? The binding force, the interconnectedness, harmony, the ruler of Libra, right? Um, affection, relationships. It also is very yin to the yang of Mars, right? So that more receptive energy. Um, square Neptune retrograde though, right? Square really signifies that there's some change, um, some tension, some strain. <laughs> They're very, it's a very difficult aspect, very resistant to each other. Okay. And so ne that's with Neptune retrograde. This could cause a lot of these inward focused evaluations of what the F am I, who am I not from the Uranus point, but from the spirituality, Neptune driven point, right? My imagination, my creativity, where is it? What is it doing? Why am I like this? Right. You might have a lot of that kind of processing taking place. You might also feel as if your spiritual world is lacking. You could feel like there's just not enough to support you. You really might dig into how you truly feel catch yourself because it could really make you very insecure about everything in life, your looks, your money, your, your social status, your community standing, things like that could feel really like icky. Um, be careful with that because that's all distraction. You want to use this energy to really dig in there and say, is my spiritual walk really aligned with what I believe? Am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? on a daily basis to harmonize, not just me within my belief system, but me within my community and me within my relationships and me within my life path, my spiritual path. Am I really taking those steps? And it doesn't mean you have to take all the massive mighty steps. It means just awareness. Sometimes self-awareness is a beautiful thing and seeing yourself very clearly can sometimes be painful. If you've been built up on delusions or illusions of grandeur about how you, how you're showing up in the spiritual realm, and maybe you're not quite there yet. And that's fine. Um, 
you know, if you're perfect, what's the point of being alive? This is all growth is very, is very important for life and to progress and to grow and to teach others. And so it's actually great when you find an area that needs more work, right? And it's actually perfect when you're messy or you find a new area of growth. It's great. It's a good thing. It means you're alive and it means you have things to do. So um, no one should really strive for perfection because you're just going to unlock a new, <laughs> a new thing there. Right. Um, there's no such thing as perfect. Uh, so all that being said, this is a big theme this week, big theme. Um, you may feel if you're odd, you may feel odder. <laughs> if you're wild, you may feel wilder. You may feel as if you don't have the illusion uh, machine you normally have. You maybe can't show up and fake it till you make it. You're just you, right? And that's good. Come Thursday, the moon enters Leo and we have our third quarter moon in Leo. And so Thursday around 5 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will move into Leo and we will start to feel a lot of Leo. Venus at that point will be sextile Jupiter and sextile is much better than square. <laughs> so Venus will be really stabilizing expansion. So we're going to go through kind of that wonky period so that we can step into a little bit more of an activated Venus. Jupiter is going to help expand. It's a great, very great time to feel the fuzzies and to get into your community and to um, start to expand your all the stuff you were worried about when it was square Neptune retrograde, right? Expand your self-vision, expand your spiritual walk, expand your connections, expand your relationships, expand your wealth, expand your career. Um, all of that will be supported. At Depending on where your placements are, right? Um, you could just feel a little bit uh, hot and cold, especially if you are a Leo <laughs> and if you have any major Leo placements, you could feel like I don't have the stage I need yet. Right. You could feel a little bit, you know, depressed in that, um, you don't feel like you have enough influence. Leo's will feel this really strong. Um, what we want to do is focus on where you are and your next, next best steps. Venus sextile Jupiter will support your next best step. If you get too caught up in that Leo opposite, the moon and Leo opposite Saturn, you could feel as if you're not enough, right? Um, and that long-term you're never going to be enough, right? And it could just put you in a real bad place. So you want to dig into that Venus sextile Jupiter. And if you feel like, oh gosh, I wish I had a sage, or I wish I had this, or I wish I had a platform, or I wish I had more Instagram followers, or I wish my business did better. Or I wish I made more money. Um, bring it all the way back in and do the next best step and do maybe three of them. Because remember, we're, more, we're moving towards a new moon here. We're not moving towards a full moon. We're really wanting to clarify, to clarify, to clarify. So don't get out there with these grand big plans. Get out there with what needs to, what needs to stay and what needs to go because this ain't it. Right. <laughs> and so that's a lot of the energy we'll be feeling on Thursday. Um, another note, uh, the weekend's going to be wild. I'm just going to throw that out there first. So with that third quarter moon, do the work, try to do the work. Um, because by the time we hit Friday night into Saturday, it could just feel like 
WTF home skillet all day long. It could just feel like why, um, and I'll explain why a little bit. So we start the day off. We really start the whole weekend off starting Thursday night ish. The sun is square Saturn. So we get this big light, this big spotlight, this big energetic activation, right. Um, on, on, on Saturn, but with that strain, right. And that resistance. And, um, it's a real, it's a real challenge. It could, it could, the ego, the ego that could come up, right. Remember the sun is in Scorpio. We're just going to lay that out there really quickly. Sun in Scorpio, Saturn in Aquarius, right? And we have them squaring off. Now, if you have watched a Scorpio and an Aquarius interact, (laughs) you want to bring that memory up into your brain. The Scorpios are water. They're puddly. They're deep oceany, right? They want to dig in and feel all the feels. They want to um, get rid of the surface, go all the way deep. They want that psychic awareness. They want that that sensual experience. They want to go to war, but secretively. And <laughs> um, they have all that Mars energy, but also that transformation of the Pluto energy, right? And then Aquarius is humanity driven, the bigger picture, higher viewpoint up high in the sky, alien, like, um, new ideas, uh, (laughs) all of these real, like, um, airy qualities, right. And Scorpio is just over here wanting to just lay around and, and feel the feels and Aquarius is trying to escape those feels most of the time. So when the sun is square Saturn and Aquarius, it's like, is being tense, right? Restricted. Um, you may feel like you're having to just work, work, work. You may feel like you can't, um, explore and get creative and get imaginative because the sun is just spotlighting all of your wounds. It just could feel really intense. And what makes this element a little bit worse is that around 10, 15, 10, 20 AM Eastern Mars moves into Scorpio. And so then all of our, you know, action, all of that yang, all of that energy, all of that physical vitality stuff is going to also be in Scorpio, right? And so the sun square Saturn is going to get that bolster, right? It's going to feel like, uh, whoa, so there's a lot of that sort of energy that's going to be squaring off with Saturn. And so it could just be really intense. Now there is some good stuff here in that as we are having this intimacy spotlight blasting into our foundational thoughts, feelings, actions, desires, um, and as our vitality and warlike energies are really being conjured up by all these feelings, right? Um, we do have Venus semi-sextile Pluto. And so as that occurs, we will have an ability to go intense, right? A global ability to go intense. The intensity of Scorpio will feel, will feel a little bit easier, 
right? With Venus and Sagittarius, semi-sextile Pluto and Capricorn. Okay. So we will have this ability to transform and change. Remember that Sagittarius is a mutable fire. So it's very enthusiastic. It can adapt. Um, and as transformation occurs, we can, we can move with it, right? When you move, I move just like that. Um, and so it's one of those things that it could be a very good thing spiritually in the moment, a little painful around 2 PM, the moon enters Virgo. And just after the moon enters Virgo, Mercury quincunx Neptune retrograde kind of peaks. So you may find that, um, again, the energy gets tense daydreaming versus your work a day, your inner world wants to get stuff done and your thoughts and your meditations are just way out in the ethers and it could feel a little wonky. Um, you might not feel like, you know, what's real and what's not real and where should you put your attention and what should you be doing? It just feels like this weekend could get wild and it doesn't necessarily look to be easing up in any way, shape or form. And so what we want to make sure we're doing, no matter what, at all times this week is bringing our attention back into our circle of influence. What can you actually change? What can you actually do? If there's nothing you can do and there's nothing you can change, then what sort of energy can you cultivate within yourself so that it isn't so painful? Where can you make amends? Where can you bring that energy back around and say, do some shadow work? Um, when have I done this? Have I ever done this to someone else before? Have I ever had the situation, but I've been on the other side of it? Has somebody done this to me before? Why is this triggering me so much? When is the last time I felt this triggered about something like this? Really ask the questions because that is the trailhead to integrating these darker energies and these darker experiences. It isn't that the pain will make you stronger and it isn't any of that stuff that people say to gaslight you, right? Um, I would have been stronger without all the pain and trauma. However, the pain and trauma will not take my strength, right? I am going to be strong in spite of my trauma, not because of it. I didn't need it, but I have it. So I will work with it. And that's the kind of energy you want to be bringing because we're in the dark season and the shadows are looming and the shadows are becoming, they're encroaching on our daylight, right? It's getting darker earlier than ever. We're in the dark much more often. And so we're really having to explore these concepts, do that work. Shadow work season has technically ended with Pluto retrograde with Pluto going direct, but we're still in the post shadow period. So we're still tying up some loose ends there. And we don't want to go into, I really don't consider shadow season to be done all the way until the winter solstice, um, because we're exploring dark concepts and shadows are in the dark concepts, but the intensity of it, surely, certainly don't call me Shirley, certainly eases up when Pluto moves direct. So all that being said, Evaluate yourself. Self-awareness goes a very long way this week. Self-awareness. And if you feel like you're suddenly judging every person in your life for what they should do, what they shouldn't do, what's right, what's wrong, 
why somebody's wrong, why you're right, why you're wrong, why they're right. If you get into all of that ego stuff, stop, drop, and clear your body, do some self-awareness. When have you been on the other side of judgment? How does judgment feel? Did judgment make you grow? Did you receive judgment from someone and think, I wish to be better so that I no longer judge? Or did that, was that I've been judged, I feel shame, I will become something different so as never to feel shame. Judgment doesn't grow somebody. So when you're judging, you're never helping, right? And when others judge you, they're not helping you, they're judging you. And so remember what that feels like, right? Scorpio is sun and Scorpio. I feel like it's a reputation. Everyone should have this moment of reckoning, right? Sun and Scorpio, this is a fixed water sign ruled by Mars, traditionally Pluto in modern astrology. This is an intense, but it's intense because most people can't handle intimacy, right? And that, <laughs> that really funny into me see, right? It, this is about you. This is about looking inward. And that's why a lot of people don't like Scorpio season. They don't want to have to look inward. They want to look outward. If the problem's out there, it's somebody else's responsibility. I'm doing the best I can. They need to do better, right? That's where Sun and Scorpio gets this reputation of being so painful is that Sun and Scorpio is like, uh-uh, friend, that's all you. Get in there and fix that. Why are you feeling that way? Why does it hurt so bad? Why does that make you so angry? What's your intuition telling you? You knew that was coming. You're empathic. You're psychic. Why didn't you listen to those voices? Why didn't you trust yourself? Who taught you not to trust yourself, right? You get, you've had, you've had private sessions with me. I'm a son in Scorpio. This is my personality. Hey, why do you feel that way? When did that happen before? Why do you think you feel that way? All of those things are really triggering. We're not told to do that, right? Society, modern society is like, Hey, 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 no, 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 no. You can cry at home, suck it up, buttercup, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, slap some water on your face. Pretend you're fine. You're fine. You're going to be fine. How many times did somebody fall as a child and the adult near them picked them up and said, you're fine. You're fine. It's okay. Go on, go play. We don't get any minutes in our life to just stop and sob, right? When my kids get hurt, I'm like, oh, it hurts. I'm so sorry. It hurts. Where does it hurt? Tell me how it hurts, right? That's what we need to be doing still as adults. Oh, you're hurt. Why are you hurt? Where does it hurt? How bad does it hurt? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you want to talk about it? Right. <laughs> That's the way we kind of should be processing these little hurts. That's why sun and Scorpio feels so painful. You're, sometimes it causes you to have to look inward for maybe the first time ever when maybe you've enjoyed a life where you were raised to think I'm good. I'm pure. They're evil. They are bad. That is bad. I stay good. If I good, I get war reward. I get gift. They get bad things. I get good things. When life is that split as a child, that becomes super ingrained. So anytime you have any kind of emotion that doesn't feel like it fits into the good side, it feels shame. So we have to start to process that. I promise you with the sun in Scorpio and eclipse season coming, these themes will come up in your life. Even if you feel like you're pretty good at it, even if you feel like you're already really intimate, it's still going to come up, just might look a little different or feel a little different, or it might involve other people that haven't done the work. 
and that don't like intimacy. And you might be the thing this eclipse season that rocks their world. You never know. So everybody just self-aware, self-aware, ask the questions, get intimate with yourself and you'll, you'll grow through this season, regardless of if you're happy, (laughs) growth will make you happy. Everyone have a beautiful week. Welcome to Scorpio season friends. It's nice to have you. I will talk to you all soon.